This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Anytime I can get here on the California coast is my favorite time. I love the California coast. I love the beaches. There's so many beaches and beach towns I'm familiar with. But we decided to come to a new one here in Laguna. We are in Laguna Beach. You can hear some waves crashing in the background. That's because we're staying at the beautiful Surf and Sand Resort. Our room overlooks the Pacific Ocean. Not just a noisy studio, people. (laughs) We've got... Some gorgeous, gorgeous. We wish you could do a live cam right now. We'll do some pictures here of the surf and sand and some other great activities here in Laguna. But yes, the crashing that you will hear is the ocean. We're standing right out here on the balcony, listening to each wave pound on the sand right in front of us. One of their themes here is our best asset is our loudest asset. (laughs) That's true. They do provide earplugs if you're having trouble sleeping, but I slept like a baby the last two nights. And you know, when you think about it, they have these tapes that are supposed to help you relax and things. And what, what is one of the things that's always on those tapes? The always, ocean. Yeah, ocean. And the thing is, you know, waking up to hearing that, you know, the pound on the sand and, and the smell of the ocean air, I'll, I'll joke more than once, I'm sure, through this episode about I wish I could have a little more uh, 3D, 4D episodes where you could do a little smell of the sand and salty air with everything else that's going on. Uh, this is such a cute town. And again, we always say all of these beach towns in, in Orange County, where we're at right now, they're all very different. Yeah, we've done, you know, last summer we did Huntington Beach, which is, you know, Surf City, USA. We did Newport, which has a lot of homes right on the beach that you can rent and things and has sort of a little old oh, town, small feel, town yeah. feel. Laguna is famous for its views of the beach and its art. Now, yep. I don't know which came first because here in Laguna, the rise up off of the beach is very dramatic yeah. rocks and things and the canyon really very cliffy is that, is that a word cliffy it, it should be if it is it's, it's, it's a wonderful adjective so that creates these stunning views artists came here and saw these views and started painting them and so over the years laguna has become known for its art scene that's true we're going to talk about that and many other things in today's episode we're going local with today's episode we've got local people here we've got a local dining expert an art expert and yes, we grabbed one of the hotels where we're staying here at the Surf and Sand, grabbed the concierge and said, hey, what do people like to do here? She gave us some hot tips. We've got lots of great guests coming up on today's show. But before we get to any of that, we first have to do hot topics and travel. I'll give you a hint. It's something you're very familiar with, lazy husbands. <laughs> Here we go. Interesting. They're on hot topics. Lazy husbands and somehow related to travel. That should be interesting. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Make sure that you check us out on our Facebook, Travel Brigade, our website, TravelBrigade.com, and make sure you follow us. We love it when you follow us at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. What's hot? What's not? What's trending? Next up, this week's picks for travel news and hot topics in travel. Welcome back to Travel Brigade. Here we are at the Surf and Sand Hotel here in Laguna Beach, hearing the crashing waves right behind us while we record the show. It's such a beautiful day here in Laguna. We wish you could smell the ocean smell here with us. We're having such a good time. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. We've got hot topics in travel. Now, I have an interesting thing that I found in USA Today. Yes. It's a survey of 1,000 men with children done by Research Now for Great Wolf Resorts. Were you surveyed? No, I was not. Oh, okay. But I'll, I'll tell you where I would have fallen. In the survey. <laughs> okay. It's pretty obvious. They said 1,000 dads, they asked them, how much of vacation planning do you handle? Like the planning part? Mm-hmm. 61% said <laughs> all or most. I know you're already laughing. <laughs> 31% said about half, mm-hmm. 9% said little or none. Now, straight off the bat, before we question this, 
little uh, survey. I admit I fall in that 9% of little or none. I'm very lucky I have a spouse who loves to travel plan, and I just show up and say, <laughs> do I need shorts or do I need a coat? <laughs> At the end of every episode, I talk about you're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. I got that from my co-host who, if she's not traveling, loves to sit down and plan her next trip. <laughs> that just makes me up. You have come a long way, though, baby. You you went from none to a little. I've gone from a two to a four. Yeah, I mean, okay. like, <laughs> I mean, it used to literally be wherever we would go. Jeff had no idea what our flights were, or where we were staying, what we were doing. He would just like show up with this, you know, okay, let's go. But he, because we're so busy traveling, at really he has done a few things. Like he's working on TripIt now kind of doing a little little bit more. So I think you've moved from the none to a little category. Well, 61% of the dads here said they do all or most. Now, I'm wow. wondering if this is... Now, they're asking the dads. I'm wondering oh, if this is the oh. same... <laughs> I'm wondering if these same 61% if oh. in surveys where they ask them, do you do yes. your share of the housework? Yes, they say, yes, yes I yes, do. Yes. <laughs> I think, if we I ask think the moms... Survey, yes, they should have asked the couple the moms, like individually, like the yeah. wife and then the husband. I think if I bet asked, they would have got different stories. I think if you asked the wives, there would be a much different breakdown. Here's, here's there is just, one time when men should be doing the travel planning, I think. Which is? A honeymoon. That's their gift to their wife. The wife does all the other hoopla, shall we say, with the wedding. And I think that's the time that the men need to come through on the travel planning. Well, and this was uh, men with children, <laughs> and so this is more of a family, family. Which makes me think travel. that sixty-one percent is again okay. It's one thing if think back pre-children, okay, little romantic. Hey, honey, let's go wine tasting this weekend. I can right. see that happening. Versus, hey, honey, let's plan a trip to Orlando, and that that the no offense, men are going to think about every little thing that the kids need or how how to schedule the kids or whatever. So that makes me think. That 61% with kids is even more bogus. <laughs> well, here's my thing. This is purely anecdotal, but anytime we're at, like, major family resorts or, or different places, it's the women who are running the show. When we're That's around right, a lot of families that are traveling, it's the women that are running the we show. We run the show, women. Dare I say it's the women that are ordering the husbands around. That's do right. This. Pick That's up right. This. Grab Meet that you know, but you know what, men? Come on. You get to enjoy the vacation and most of the time pay for them. There we go. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's that's a whole other topic there. Who pays? Yeah. yeah. We'll do our own little survey. Tweet us at Travel Brigade and let us know who does all of the vacation planning or most of it in your family. We have a full show today here in Laguna. Lots of fun things to do. We've only been here a couple of days here staying at the Surf and Sand Resort. I'm in love. You've fallen for Laguna? I have. Fallen hard. Coming up, we're going to be talking with Allie North of Surf and Sand Resort. She's the chief concierge here. Best way to find out where to go and what to do in a town? That's right. Go straight to the desks anytime you're at a hotel. She happens to be particularly knowledgeable with telling us things like, oh, don't forget about this, you know, the kayaking here and go to this view here. And we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you have some time for us? We would love to interview you. She was so knowledgeable. Yeah, and we'll have that interview coming up right after this. You are listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Check out our website, TravelBrigade.com. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade. This is Kathleen Curry here with my co-host Jeff Griffin. We're doing our Laguna Beach show, and we are so fortunate to be here at the Surf and Sand Resort. And not only do I have my co-host Jeff Griffin, like I was saying in the background, you will be hearing waves crashing because we're sitting here on the balcony of our room here at the Surf and Sand Resort. And the sound, it's such a beautiful sound. I wish there would be like a sensory smell as well, and you would get that salty beach smell. And we could do like a little interactive show, but we're not that technically astute. When you get to a place and you don't really know where to go or what to do, what's the best, quickest way to figure out that town? Go to the concierge desk. That's what we did. We've got (laughs) Allie North, who is the chief concierge here at Surf and Sand. Welcome, Allie. Thank you very much. 
you know how people, when they've been at sea for a while and they get back to land, they can't walk very well, they have to get their land legs back? Do you, when you're working here all day and you're hearing the waves crashing, and then when you go away, does it feel weird to not have... <laughs> You know, to it, not hear the waves is, all the time. I mean, just imagine this is my office. You're I know. visiting here, but I'm. I don't want to imagine it. Kind of makes me a little jealous. We only get to stay for a couple of days. You're here all the time. <laughs> I am, and we get to smell the smell of the ocean and take our you know five minute breaks and go out and watch the ocean. And, I know. Uh, it's that's quite extraordinary. I'm, yeah, it's quite an extraordinary. There's nothing else like it. That's for sure. Now, Laguna, we've been talking about all sorts of fun things on this show, but tell us a little bit about some things, guests in the hotel, people that come here. What is it that people want to do, like activities people want to do or things that are unique about Laguna? Tell us some popular things that people ask you or little secrets that you tell people. Well, we are a very family-oriented resort, and Laguna is definitely a family-oriented destination. We're lucky enough to only be one mile from the downtown area, mm-hmm. so we're a little bit removed from the you know the crowded area, but it's just a short walk or a a quick ride on the free trolley in the summertime. We have a lot of people that want to walk on the beach, and we're fortunate enough when the tide is out, you can walk all the way to downtown. Oh, nice. On the beach, there are some very interesting little coves. We have amazing tide pools. We are a marine-protected area in Laguna, which means you can look, but you cannot touch. (laughs) And we have a beautiful tide pool in the main beach area, and there's also one just a mile south of us, and it's very popular. The families use that as a learning experience. We actually do a uh, little walk on Friday mornings. It's a guided walk in the summertime. Oh, nice. It's a family walk, and uh, it's a little bit of an orientation. And also, if you want to go into the downtown area, we do uh, echo tours. They oh, great. They stand-up paddle echo tours. They do kayak echo tours. And they also do uh, walking tours all along the coves of North Laguna, which is where the sea otters and all of the sea life is. We were just talking with the Marine Animal Center, and that's such a unique thing to Laguna itself. Tell us a little bit about that. That is an organization that is uh, all volunteer, survives on donations, and they rescue, they rehabilitate, and then they release back into the wild injured or stray seals and sea lions. And that's open to the public. It is open to the public. It's considered a learning center. They do a lot of, during the school year, a lot of little groups of kids go in there and they can feed them and they learn an awful lot about them. And then they do release them. They don't announce that they're going to release them because they want that to be kind of a quiet, they don't want to upset the animals, but they release them in Crescent Bay, which is in the North Bay. And they name them and they, we've had an extraordinary influx of uh, animals to rescue this year. I think it's more than any year we've ever had. And we've been fortunate enough to get to take grants up there. But we do kind of get people up there when we can because it does raise awareness. Oh, wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I was thinking of when you were talking about the different coves is one of the secrets that somebody, that only a local would know, is where your best views are here in Laguna. Well, other than Splashes and the Surf and Sand Resort, we do recommend that people go up into the village. There's a place that's just beyond Las Brisas which is the very nice restaurant um, in North Laguna. Right. There's a place called Heisler Park, and it's a, it's a long cliff drive, and it's up along the cliffs, and it's a long area that goes along the cliff where you can walk downstairs to the beach, but it's a grassy area. There are benches. There's places where they people can picnic. Uh, people watch the sunset there. It's very popular for the sunset. Uh, the other place that's very popular is just south of us. It's called Treasure Island. And it's just south of the Montage Resort, and there's a beautiful grassy area there, and you can walk all along the cliff there as well. So those are a couple of views lower down. Top of the world is literally the top of the mountain behind us here, and you can walk or drive all the way to the top of that and see 365 degrees. Wow. People watch the sunrise and the sunset. It's so hard to turn away from the beach here, but when you do turn away from the beach, Laguna's got these incredible canyons and places to hike, outdoor areas just off of the beach that you can really enjoy. That is true. Actually, there's the most popular is probably up Laguna Canyon Road, about three miles. It's the Laguna Wilderness Park, and it does have a number of hiking trails, and eventually when you get to the top of the ridge, you would be able to see the ocean. There's also the Nix Nature Center, which is just a little bit further that is a little bit more of an educational center for the local area but there's also hiking there. Crystal Cove State Park, which is just about a mile outside of Laguna on the coastline, is the one that uh, actually most of the views 
are, once you get up into the mountains, you can see out into the ocean. And so I think Crystal Cove you can touch, right? That's where you can... You, you can absolutely touch at the uh, in the ocean there, yeah. Very nice. One more thing, you know, here we're in this relaxing resort. I know you have a spa here. Tell me a little bit about the spa scene here in Laguna in general. I know there's several really popular spas. There are some popular spas. Uh, our spa, Aquaterra, is open seven days a week, and they have amazing treatments. We do seasonal different treatments, and right now we're doing a mixed berry, which, you know, it just smells good and feels good. And there are a couple of spas a little bit closer into town. One is called Amadeus, and then there's one just south of us that's adjacent to the Sarandi Salon. And, of course, the Montage has a beautiful uh, spa associated with it as well. Now, tell us one other thing. Late-night caps, you want to have a nice view and a drink. Give me a couple places in town where people might want to do that. Well, probably the most popular is going to be the Rooftop Lounge, which is on the top of the La Casa del Camino Hotel, which is a small boutique hotel. happens to be two blocks from us here. It is probably the most popular place for a sunset or an evening cocktail. I'm glad you mentioned that because I believe we have that on our itinerary. (laughs) It's it's very, very nice. They serve breakfast on the weekends, lunch all week, and then they serve cocktails and appetizers seven nights a week. Very beautiful. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Again, we're here listening to the waves crash at the surf and sand. We've been talking with people for the last couple days. Everyone is so complimentary of each other, and everyone is just so excited to promote the destination. You know, the hotels work together, the restaurants work together, and sometimes we don't always find that when we go to destinations. So I just think it's really refreshing to be here and hear everybody working together because I think they're just so proud of their destination. Well, it is an extraordinary place, and, you know, we do consider this our home, and we're We're thrilled to be able to share it with all sorts of different people, you know, from all sorts of walks of life. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. Enjoy your stay with us. Oh, we are. (laughs) You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We'll be right back. Not sure where to go, what to do, and where to sleep? Up next, hot hotels, unique activities, and top attractions in our destination city. Check it out. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We're here in Laguna Beach, staying here at the Surf and Sand Resort. Such a beautiful place. We're hearing the waves crash behind us. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. Had such a great conversation with Allie here at the Surf and Sand about all the things you can do in Laguna. There's there's more. We couldn't even fit it all in to the interview. Yeah, we really didn't even talk about things you can actually do on the beach. There is a beach here (laughs) that you can play on. There's a lot of good beach volleyball here. This was also the place where skimboarding, this was kind of the capital of skimboarding. If you're not sure what that is, Google it, but it's basically you ride on the sand and then into the waves. A lot of great surfers from here. Golf, very popular here. but Kayaking in the coves, and pa- everyone wants to paddleboard now, no matter yeah. where you're at. Paddleboarding's right. hot. As a matter of fact, speaking of water activities, our little mini-me is outside right now on the water with our friends over at La Vida Laguna. Not La Vida Loca, but La Vida Laguna. Our friend Ryan, who's a surfer in the U.S. Open, Madeline was so excited to go out surfing this morning. She's living La Vida Loca out on the waves with La Vida Laguna. (laughs) There you go. Um, That's another local company here in Laguna. They also, speaking of of kayaking and paddleboarding, they do all of that, as well as private surf lessons, group surf lessons, great company just down the street here from the surf and sand and she's out there and we have our other mini me here on the balcony trying to locate her from the balcony which it, she is a couple blocks away so i figure that we're just going to keep letting him look for her it'll keep him busy for a little while let sleeping dogs lie <laughs> now one of the things we talked about is all the beautiful views here from Laguna because of the dramatic rise off of the ocean one thing that Laguna has that's kind of different from some of the other beach towns is hotels right on the water. We've been access con- people. I can't think of a better word than, for an example, here at the Surf and Sand. The first thing I noticed seeing many hotels on the coast, and there are some beautiful hotels that are here. Some of them are way up on the cliff, and you don't have that direct direct access. And that was the one thing I noticed right here as soon as we got to the hotel. It's like, what do you mean? You just go to the bottom floor and you get out and you're at the beach? Yep, you do. And one other thing I really love is that you can sit poolside in a beach lounge chair. Not only do they provide lounge chairs on the beach, but you can sit poolside up above facing the ocean and watch the mini-me's in the water at the same time. I thought, who thought of that? It's amazing. 
There are a lot of great hotel options here at Laguna Beach, depending on what you're looking for. In our last interview, you heard a little bit about La Casa del Camino and their wonderful rooftop that people like to go to, but it it's packed. also a hotel. Yes, yes. We went last night. The rooftop, it was the place to be last night. It was full. There were so many people up on the rooftop. Uh, people there in the hotel, it's very kind of eclectic. I, I noticed there's a lot of like little pictures of a breakfast at Tiffany's and some cute things around, but that rooftop is really the place to be. Speaking of eclectic, Pacific Edge Hotel has all of these different buildings and all of these different types of rooms together sort of on one block yeah, it's really, along the beach. Yeah, they're renovating them, but it's interesting. They've got anything from king bed, ocean view, to like a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. There's one thing more. They have these beach bungalows right there on the front. You don't want to hassle with anything. And not just any bungalows. They called in all of the top surf brands Yes. and said, hey, design a room for us, design a bungalow for us using your stuff and 10 different surf brands came up with these. Let's see. It's kind of like, let me compare it to maybe a cabana. Kind of like a cabana, but a you have your own cabana on steroids. Yes, there you go, a cabana on steroids. It comes with beach towels. It's air-conditioned if you want to get out of the heat. You get your own bungalow, girl. And direct beach access straight from your bungalow right to the beach. A beach attendant if you want to go out and lounge chairs out in the sand. I really don't know if it can get any better. Like a day on the beach could get any better than that. They'll give you a discount then on a room at the Pacific Coast. <laughs> there you go. You get you a little just tired. walk upstairs. You get a little tired from your bungalow experience. I think the bungalow experience, like you can have it from 11 to 8 o'clock each day. And just think you don't have to look around your cooler, all no, that stuff. No, I hate that. That's the, the one thing the I hate. The beach chairs. The, you don't have to get your work out <laughs> to get to the beach. Bungalow on the beach people there at the Pacific Edge. Try it out. Another famous hotel here in Laguna is the Montage. The Montage. It's got a beautiful cliff location. Everyone talks about the Montage here. In Laguna, it's one of the places to be seen. Now, Travel Brigade appeals to all breeds of travelers, that's all true. walks of life. Yes. And another place that's kind of on the other end of the spectrum is a nice, fun, simple little place is called The Tides. Yeah, it's a very cute little place. And, you know, sometimes people want to stay longer or they want a different experience or they have a different budget. So really all these different hotels are all different options. They all have their own little charms to them for sure. My plan when I come to a city is sometimes we hop around on hotels to get a different feel for them. Yesterday we were checking out some of the other hotels here in town and we had a really good time. So my plan is to just hotel hop the whole time I'm here in Laguna. So we have covered hotels. We've covered activities. Yeah. What are we missing? Oh, food. You gotta, gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. And we totally lucked out on this next interview. We got referred to a man named Dante De La Rosa, who's been with Las Brisas for nearly two decades. This guy knows Laguna Dining backwards and forwards. Coming up, we're going to be talking with him. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Make sure that you check us out on our Facebook at Travel Brigade, and please follow us at Travel Brigade on Twitter. We'll be right back. You're going to get a little hungry when you're traveling the globe. Whether it be fine dining, a regional specialty, or a small local street cart, you gotta eat. Next up, you gotta eat. Mmm, good. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is our show here in Laguna. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We're here at the Surf and Sand Resort here in Laguna. We're standing here on our balcony, and you can hear the ocean crashing in the background. And you know what's the only thing better than sitting and watching the ocean crash and watching the waves come up on the beach. What? Doing that while you're eating delicious food. That's true. You do have to eat here. We have a segment in our show called Gotta Eat, and we're going to be talking to a special guest today. We have Dante De La Rosa, who has been with Las Brisas Restaurant, and a Laguna institution. He's been there for 18 years, and he knows the dining scene back and forth. Welcome, Dante. How are we doing? Doing great. Tell everyone about Las Brisas. I mean, Las Brisas, anyone who even knows anything about Laguna knows the name Las Brisas. Tell us a little bit about the restaurant, the location, and why it's so popular. And then we're going to move into some of the dining scene here in Laguna. And there's not a lack of dining here in Laguna, that's for sure. Definitely. Well, it's a, it's an incredible location. We are so blessed to be located in a, kind of like a little corner of a cove in, in Laguna Beach. And that restaurant, which is Las Brisas, for years it was known as the Victor Hugo Inn, which opened in 1938. Oh, nice. Which offered an exceptional view. And they transformed it to a Mexican restaurant in 1979. And since then, it's been Las Brisas, which is a landmark for the tourists and the locals to come and have an incredible view, dinner, 
launch experience, great servers with great Mexican uh, uh, ambience. You know, it's funny. I actually have been to Las Brisas before, and it seems to be the place when I used to live in Orange County many, many years ago, and it used to be the place that people would invite. Sunday brunch is still a, a big thing, but I'd always get invitations for bridal showers or things for Sunday brunch. It was always really popular. Definitely the place to be seen. <laughs> Even though it's, it's a lot of restaurants, place to be seen. <laughs> and it's a lot of restaurants they open here in town, but they still the location and the facility to arrive from either the freeway 133 or Pacific Coast Highway. That you know, is the place it's very centric, so it's still the place that people want to come and enjoy a Sunday brunch. Or and it does uh, have a Mexican flair, but also very like more of a Riviera sort of seafood flair as well. Definitely, our chefs are being searching all around Mexico and looking for best recipes that they can impress our guests. Which we have a couple items like the Fruta del Mar. It's a combination of a Caribbean lobster, scallops, swordfish, snow crab claws, and a bit of a rice with a nice tomato spice. Doesn't sound like anything's missing out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about some other places. You know, Laguna does have this art feel to the whole community, which kind of, you know, there's even a culinary school here uh, up on the Laguna Canyon where you can learn to make some local dishes. But tell us a little bit about some places that are some popular places here in Laguna to eat. Well, there's, uh, there are very, it's a lot of places, especially between Broadway, that's the main street coming from the freeway, and PCH, and if you go in south, you will find a lot of good places, and basic for different type of a farm, you know, what you're looking for, if you can have from uh, Johnny Burgers to BJ's Pizza, Nick's at Laguna Beach, the White House, keep walking, and primarily, the, most of the restaurants kind of go between downtown and south. And, and to Laguna, you can find very good, great places with incredible ocean view, like Hotel Laguna, the deck right almost at the beach. What a great place to have dinner at the Surfantel called Splashes. Yes, we actually just had breakfast you know, this morning, we, we and it have was like, brand- how can you beat the view? <laughs> Correct. You know, and it's a good place. It's a good place that we recommend because it offers a high quality, great environment, great service. So they're the places that they really represent what Laguna has to offer when it comes to a good dining experience. We have a little local places like Adolfo's, very traditional Mexican food. Most of the people, there's the locals go right there very quick. Or all the workers go right there for a quick lunch or a good cold beer in the afternoon. You now, those are it. always the places I'm always in. That's where the locals go then. Correct. And that, say that again, it was Adolfo's? Adolfo's. Okay. Another local place that is very popular here in Laguna, it's called This Is Assis. It's on the corner of a nice place at PCH. An old house has been a commercial establishment. It's been there for years. And most of the locals, because it's far away from the food traffic, they that's the place they go. You know, we're a, we're a city that, that we rely a lot on the tourists. And, and so this one is where the locals feel a little more safe because they don't feel the pressure. They have to turn the table. They're there. They have a great time. Great patio, patio with an ocean view. So it's a lot of places here in Laguna where people can find different. And we have pretty much every type. From organic like Nirvana Grill or uh, Thai, uh, the Thai Brothers, uh, Italian Tiamo, uh, Romeo Cucina. I was going to say, I've been to Romeo Cucina before, and I, I forgot it was here until we were driving down here. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't been there in 15 years, and it's still there. I've heard it's as popular as ever. Yes, it's uh, one of the oldest Italian restaurants that I remember. I've been, I've been in Laguna for almost 20 years, and, and uh, they were there already, so they're still very popular and offer a great service. They are more in the more south of, of, of Laguna. We walked out of the hotel and went down towards downtown last night and walked to El Ranchito, and it was a really fun sitting out on the patio. The food was excellent, and that was just a really great vibe there. It seems like that vibe that's always around. And uh, the other thing is Gino's Pizza. Is that what you say? Definitely. Yeah. Very very, you know, lots of the locals go there. Lots of the locals, the high school students, they stop right there for a quick lunch or after school. Uh, for the adults, they got a quick uh, drive beer and, and a pizza pizza, and they stay right there on the little patio watching the food parade, and everybody walking in bathing suits and green trunks, and then you see the whole scene right there, which almost where I across, it's another great place. They call them Wahoos. It's a great fish tacos. It's a place where they have a and the notches in Laguna and different locations here in Orange County. Another fun place I really like to go, kind of been a long time love because of my uh, born and raised in Newport many years ago, so this is one of our neighbor cities, but the Royal Thai. Oh, definitely. 
the place that uh, right next to Mozambique, the little Thai food place. It's very good, very affordable, great service, very friendly staff. And I think it's one of the three or four Thai restaurants that we have here in town. One is close to the Tiamo, the other one, the Royal Thai. And I think it's another one in downtown. It's a, pretty much you can find everything you want when it comes to different types of cuisine here in Laguna. You find Italian, Mexican, uh, fine dining, uh, eclectic, uh, German, kind of like a big German bakery here in, in town too, uh, the Scandinavian, it's just like you can name the type of cuisine that you like to try. Na- name and a nation, find. and you and Laguna's got it. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, I mean, it's just like everybody, it's, you know what it seems like, a lot of great chefs understand that the importance of Laguna as a tourist location, yeah. and they all come to offer whatever they are being trained to prepare, and whatever they, they are ready to offer to not just the city of Laguna, to the locals, but the tourists, because we, as you know, we have a couple of events in the summer, the pageant and, uh, and the Sada Festival. So exactly. It's, it's, uh, a lot of people, the, a lot of traffic. Exactly. It gives us the opportunity to all of them to taste the different flavors of Laguna Beach. And I, and I don't think anybody competes with anybody. Everybody has their own That's needs. what it seems like to me, because even when we're talking with different people, and obviously that's what we do for a living, we go to different places and we're interviewing people, everyone is so complimentary of everyone else. It's so sweet that here, I noticed that. So, Dante, we can only imagine that you know everything about Las Brisas inside <laughs> and out, the menu, every type of food, and you probably have your favorite breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. But I'm going to ask you to go outside of Las Brisas and Correct. tell me, do your favorite breakfast, lunch, dinner, and late night dessert? Well, my favorite place to cocktail will be uh, the deck. It's on uh, almost at the beach. We're next to the beach house. Nice. Great view. For uh, a great dinner, I will go to Splash, definitely. Oh, very love good. Love the place. Definitely love the place. And uh, the fair, wow, I will have a sweet drink, but then I have to probably go to Celebi. They have a great bakery. Oh, I saw that. I, I actually drove by yesterday, and I was like, I've got to get back to that place. Like, that was, like, yeah, on my mind. I was like, I've got to get back there. <laughs> definitely. That's the, the great baker. Or Scandinavian. You can walk right through their restaurant, and you can see all the desserts they have. And, and, and you know, you oh, don't even think about the calories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you will earn it. You will okay, earn what it. Okay, what about breakfast? Breakfast? Uh, one of the best local places besides Las Brisas that offers, oh, you know, we have to step out of there. It's Penguins. Oh, it's Penguins, It's very yeah. old. It's um, PCH on the almost corner with Anita. It's a family-owned restaurant. It's been there for years. A lot of people love that place. Great. Well, as you can tell, I mean, we're excited. I haven't been to Las Brisas in a long time. We're heading over there today. I'm so excited to be eating over there and enjoying the food. And like I said, at Las Brisas, I know it's so popular in the evening. Sunday brunch, impeccable. It's got this history that goes on forever. Thank you so much, Dante, for sharing all your picks about Laguna. And thank you for being with us on the show today. Uh, I've just been grateful that you guys talk about all the restaurants, and especially Las Brisas. I just wondered if you had anybody else to work with you guys because you travel and eat. I think that's the perfect job. <laughs> I want to get Okay, join the crew. With you guys. Join the crew, Dante. We can take <laughs> definitely, you. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'll pay my expensive, but I just want to eat and go with you travel. <laughs> we'll meet you at Splash. Well, 15 minutes. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for coming to our city. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Have a great day, and thanks for supporting our community. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You are listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We will be right back. the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade here. We're live in Laguna. This is Kathleen Curry with Jeff Griffin. You can hear the crashing waves in the background. Talking to Dante, that was actually an interview we taped last night and put into the show today because we went to Las Brisas last night, and it was amazing. Best gazpacho I've ever had, and you can't really call it gazpacho. It's it's not fair because it had like all this great stuff in it with crab, crab meat and a tomato sorbet. A tomato sorbet, which yes, is unlike anything delicious. I've ever tasted. And the one thing, this is really funny, I, I ate my seafood quota last night because we live in a landlocked place most of the time when we're not traveling. And I always joke with Jeff, like, I will only buy, you know, I will only eat fresh seafood. Last night I had delicious crab cakes. We had gazpacho 
And I had the wonderful special of the Mahi Mahi. And Jeff, oh, I did steal some of Jeff's food, too. Some of my lobster. Yes, the lobster on the plate you ordered, which was the... Frutas del Mar, which was something Dante referred to in his interview. Yes, he told us to order that. So we got some good direction on what to get there. Everything was impeccable. The food was so, so delicious. We loved every bit and had an amazing margarita as well. Well, we've been talking about how one thing that really makes Laguna stand out, it gives it its own special vibe, is the arts scene. definitely has a vibey art feel. There were all these beautiful views here. Artists came here, started painting them. And eventually it turned into an arts town with different festivals and a lot of galleries and things. And coming up, we're going to be talking with Sharbi Higuchi, who is going to tell us more about the Laguna art scene. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show here live in Laguna Beach at the Surf and Sand Hotel. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show here. We're at the Surf and Sand Resort here in Laguna. I'm here with Jeff Griffin talking about this lovely town of Laguna. It's got such a little, I don't know, little beachy. It's not big city at all. Everyone seems to know each other. It's such a fun place, but it's got a little artsy feel to it. Yes, this is definitely something that makes it stand out. We've talked about how the different beach towns here in Orange County have their own flair. Huntington is surfing, Newport is beach houses, and Laguna is arts. Here to tell us more about it is Sharbi Higuchi. She's with the Festival of the Arts and the Pageant of the Masters. Welcome, Sharbi. Oh, thank you. So glad to be here with you. Well, we're talking about this art vibe. All these beach cities down the coast of Orange County all have such a different flair. And I think people just assume that every beach city is the same. But anyone who's ever been to to Newport or Huntington or Seal Beach, and then you go to Laguna, it has a different flair to us. Tell us a little bit about this art city and how it became the way it is. Sure, absolutely. As you totally pointed out, it is a little coastal town, and it has a really lush, beautiful canyon and a really a vibrant seaside landscape. Vibrant colors, you can just see it in the florals and the seaside and that was actually recognized by an artist by the name of Norman St. Clair. He came down from San Francisco to Laguna Beach in the 1903, and he fell in love with this beautiful landscape. How could you not? And decided to start painting it on Laguna, you know, painting it on his canvas. And before you know it, words got around to all his artists' friends, and Laguna Beach has become art calling or a mecca for artists because it is such a beautiful place to paint. And so back in the day, in the 1900s, you would see artists out with their um, palettes and their easels painting the beautiful landscape. And that is even true today. All started, like I said, in the 1900s, and then around 1918 or so, the artists actually kind of band together and formed what was called Laguna Beach Art Association. And that is now where Laguna Art Museum now stands. And what they did is they had their first gallery openings, um, and they started having artists open studios, and it was just a vibrant area for the arts in the early 1900s, as it is carried on still today. And then in about right around 1932, you know, during the Great Depression, and that's also, do you know what happened? 1932 up in Los Angeles, that's when the Olympic Games were going on. Oh, right. And the artists were really smart. They said, you know what, this is, let's try to drive traffic from Los Angeles down to Laguna Beach so um, we can get some art sales. Oh, and nice. what they created was the very first Festival of Art. So they created an art show. And it was really more of a celebration of the town. There was art opening, there were tea with artists, there was equestrian shows. It was really a celebration of the entire community of Laguna Beach. And it was very, very successful. And there are some really big festivals throughout the year at Laguna that draw many people. One of them, of course, the most popular is Pageant of the Masters and the Festival of Arts. Tell us a little bit, for people who don't know, unless you've watched Arrested Development. Because... Well, the Festival of Arts, which I mentioned, was in 1932. Uh, it was very successful. So in 1933, they decided to do it again. Well, well, these artists were really, really smart. They said, hey, we need a publicity stunt, right? So let's dress up 
up like famous works of art and let's form a parade and have the town folk and the visitors follow us into where our um, little festival is. And that's exactly what they did. And that was really the humble beginnings of the pageant of the masters. So the festival arts is the art show that actually produces the pageant of the masters. Now today, the pageant is a world-renowned um, theatrical production. But the community roots remain the same in that all the people that are actually in the show recreating these living pictures. I was going to say, yeah, can you explain? Because I think some people might not know what the pageant of the Masters is. It is the most difficult thing in the world to explain. I know. I know. That sounds like maybe you can explain it better (laughs) than me. What it is is that we we take people and we dress them up in costume and makeup and pose them in sets on stage to make them look like famous works of art. And literally, we take the three-dimensional person and it looks like a two-dimensional painting with the magic lighting on stage. But the whole thing, it is a production and it's accompanied by um, orchestra music and we have a narrator who reads the script every night and basically he tells the story of each of these living pictures that are being presented on stage. And it is just magical because it's in our beautiful amphitheater and so you're under the stars you're seeing this incredible show enjoying the music and everything around you and the festival arts the art show um, happens right in front of the pageant of the masters so you so your pageant ticket also gets you into the festival arts fine art show and this summer you were telling us you've got a special theme and our recent director she's been director now for about 18 years or so um, she's come up with the idea of this organizing theme of the presentation of these living pictures and this theme is I'm must say is a really fun one. It's the big picture. What it's about is basically how has art influenced the movies somehow. And so we're doing some really interesting recreations this year in the pageant of actually even Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Can you believe this or not? Oh, yeah. Remember that great scene of Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they go to the museum? And you know what? Well, we are going to be recreating that scene. Not only that, we Um, just did a show in Chicago and had an interview with Arts Institute and sat in front of that picture so we know exactly what and, you're talking about. And they about. have the Ferris Bueller tour there at the Arts Institute. People come in and say, where's the Ferris Bueller painting? Anyway. Well, so we're right in line there. Yeah, and there additionally, yeah, so additionally, you know, there'll be some, I'm not sure, black and white uh, movies back in the past that we'll be recreating. We'll do some pieces like from Vertigo. But it's basically artwork that's influenced the directors or, or somehow or have been in the uh, movies itself. In, fa- in fact, we'll be recreating some of Michelangelo's work found that was found in the agony and the ecstasy and Thomas Gainsborough portraits will really influence um, Stanley Kubrick and those pieces are going to be recreated in the pageant so but probably our most famous piece that we've done since 1935 is Leonardo Vinci's Last Supper and it is our traditional finale and we will be ending with it again this year. There's also another popular festival and I know there are festivals throughout the year here but the Sawdust Festival? Yeah, the Sawdust Festival is our neighbor right across the street and they have probably roughly about over 200 artists and those artists are all Laguna Beach artists. Uh, Just to tell you a little history here and how they came about is the Festival Arts, we're kind of like the grandmother festival, if you will. (laughs) And in the 1960s, our board of directors decided that they wanted to kind of do more of a fine art show, a juried art show. And prior to that, we had a lot of arts and crafts and and, and different type of artwork. Well, when that happened, there was a group of artists that band together and decided, well, we were not going to have this jury thing. We are going to create our own festival. And they went across the street and they formed what the Sawdust Festival is. And a lot of people don't realize this, but the Festival of Arts used to have sawdust on its grounds prior to the 1960s. That is when the Festival of Arts cleaned up the sawdust, and now we don't have sawdust anymore. Mm -hmm. But that is why the Sawdust Festival actually has sawdust on its ground. It was their revolt against the Festival of Arts. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, basically. And it still carries over today. But now, to tell you the truth, we are all very much so friends. We cooperate with one another. The Sawdust Festival, as I said, is about roughly over 200 artists. They're all Laguna Beach artists, and they have arts and crafts. And there's an, a third festival, and it is the Artifest Fair Festival, and they sit right next to the Sawdust Festival, and theirs is more of an international show. Their show's also juried, but they're allowed to um, shove prints and other elements showing 
at their festival. So there is so much art activity here and during the summer. It's unbelievable. And all within walking distance. I know, so, and I noticed that. And one of the things about the Sawdust is they actually have classes throughout the year, too, where you can yeah, go and Sawdust take classes. Yeah, the Sawdust Festival has some wonderful studio art classes that they've been doing for the last couple years, and they've really gained in popularity. Yeah, I've taken one of their classes, and it was an amazing experience. And um, anyone who really wants to get a real feel for what it feels to be an artist and get training hands-on right next to a bona fide artist should really go to join up for one of their studio art classes. Well, it's and you can really, really, like I said, talk about the whole town and how the influence, I mean, even from, there's little individual shops, there's very few chain shops mm-hmm. down the town, and, and the Laguna Playhouse is another isn't. thing. And no, no. Um, one thing that Laguna Beach is prides itself on is keeping the charm of a, a village, and that's exactly how I would describe Laguna Beach. And once to keep its charm, we do have probably over 100 art galleries, and there's tons of artist studios throughout the canyon and throughout Laguna Beach. One thing that people can participate in the arts throughout the entire year is our art walk that we have every first Thursday, and that's an opportunity to go around to all the art galleries and all the openings, and that happens, um, as I said, every Thursday, the first of the month. We really gain a lot of people coming down. We also have open artists studio tours. That's a program that happens through the city of Laguna Beach and that's an opportunity to get, go into the studio of an artist, get up close and personal, watch what they do, how they do it, ask questions. Um, it's also an incredible experience and a unique experience that not very many communities offer. You know, the arts theme runs so deep that I was working as a sports writer here in Orange County about 20 years ago and the name of the high school team used to be the artist. Go cover a football game and write about the artists. And unfortunately, from my point of view, they switched over, I think, to the Waves or something a few years ago. That was really unique, and uh, they they had that palette and everything. Yeah, it is unfortunate, because I will say the art is really what Laguna Beach is about. But I guess um, when you're looking at the mascot, how dangerous looking does a paintbrush look? I don't know. Well, then, <laughs> go, it depends on how firm you are and where you, and what you, you are, could, you know. You could, go, <laughs> you could go with that go cutting off his ear. That's there you, there you go. There you go. That yeah. might be it. But you know what? I had When I was talking about the three R festivals during the summer, you know, to summarize that, during the summer of July and August, if you combine all three art shows, there's like 500 artists, and each of us have hands-on art workshops. I would say there's probably over 300 hands-on art workshops that are happening during the summer amongst all, you know, if you add up with all the festivals, there's dozens of special events. Yeah, there's so special, much. There's, there's lists and restaurants lists at each of them. And here's what's amazing about that. There's something called the Passport to the Arts. And basically, it's one pass that gets you into all three art festivals all summer long. So, I mean, and it's only 2150 and wow. I will tell you, that is more than over $69 in savings. And you no, get crazy. unlimited admission to all three of them. We're going to put your long. information on our contact, our hot sheet for the show. So if you've got any more questions about the festivals or any of the art scenes, we'll make sure that we list that on the show. Thank you so much for spending time with us today and talking about Laguna and how it has this art history and all these great festivals that will be coming up all year long. My pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. always agree, but they always seem to have the reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Our show's coming to a close, which means it's almost time to move on from Laguna. I'm a little sad. I can going to keep hearing the waves crash here on our balcony here at the Surf and Sand. It's been such a great experience. We should have just recorded the waves all night on this microphone and then just taken Ooh, it with us and then good one. wherever we go we can just play that Good all one, night. good one. Well, we have come to the time for He Said, She Said, where we pick our three favorite things about this place. She Said, as always, goes first. <laughs> I love Laguna's main beach area. There's a there's just this little downtown area right by the main beach. There's lots of little shops, little places to get gelato, little things you can pick food up to go, grab it to go to the beach. It's just a vibrant place. It's a lot of people watching, and I just love that part of town. So I was going to say I really love the main beach area. My number three would be the views here, which really make 
Laguna Beach distinguishable? You know, we've talked about some of the other beach towns where they have these big, long beaches that just sort of go sand for yards and yards and yards and big, huge parking lots right next to them, and, and that's great for beach access. Here at Laguna, it's a little bit different. You've got these rocky coves and these cliffs are just great to sit and look down at the beach and admire everything around it. I'm going to say... I love the access here at the Surf and Sand. It's been such a great experience to just be able to run out to the beach from where we're at, sit by the pool. It's just got a really great feel, and I've never been here before, and I just really kind of fell in love with the whole thing. I, I just The people here are so nice. Everyone's friendly. Not just the staff, but I noticed how friendly the patrons are as well. I mean, every there are people here with kids. There are couples here. And I can't even tell you how many people asked about us, said hello, told us they're regulars that come and stay here all the time. And I'm going to give a little shout-out to my friend Carrie Jackson, the radio host in Utah. He is the one who, when I told him we were coming here, he's like, that is the place I always go. My number two was the gazpacho at Las Brisas last night. Never had anything like it before. Fresh crab meat in it. Jeff's uh, already going, when, or did you make a reservation to go back yeah. today? <laughs> Tomato sorbet. Get gazpacho to go. I would, yeah. <laughs> if we get a gallon to go. The only problem is, is anytime I go anywhere else now, they have gazpacho on the menu. I'm just gonna be like, no. Mm-hmm. It's not <laughs> like labrisas. Can you say labrisas? <laughs> Las brisas. That sounds much better than Las brisas. <laughs> Either way, it tastes good. I'm gonna go with my number one. Here we're in a beautiful Southern California beach town. It's hard to beat here in Orange County. But I have to tell you, it's the sound of the waves and the smell of the ocean air. I can't, I, I, it's just something that brings me home. I love it. Mine's kind of along that same line. You've been hearing it all show long, the sound of the crashing waves and just knowing that it's right outside your door there. I thought I couldn't ever pull Jeff away from the balcony in our cruise, but now that we're here at this hotel, pretty much, I think he's almost kind of pushed the cruise balcony away. He loves this balcony right here. I think he's going to move in. Maybe housekeeping won't notice. Yeah, I think if we just close the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> We'll close the curtain and the new people will move in and we'll be like, oh, don't mind the people on the balcony. <laughs> Regrettably, we must leave Laguna Beach and head Very on to our next travel destination. We'll have another great travel destination for you next week. Until then, keep in mind that there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, please join us next week. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Make sure that you check us out on our Facebook. Of course, we've got a hot sheet as usual of all the contacts for people we've talked about on the show today. And you can check us out on Twitter. You can follow us at Travel Brigade and check us out next week for our show. See you next week. Enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.